Hey guys, and welcome to Life Chats with Levi and Nadia. Real conversations about real life issues. We are so stoked that you're joined with us today. We pray that this chat blesses you and encourages you. Yeah. <laughs> it's our very first podcast. Amazing. Well, it's not like our first podcast. It's because you've been doing a whole bunch of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I have been doing a lot of podcasts, but it's not about me. <laughs> it's been I've been representing the church. This is true. And what we've been doing here in Canada. That's true. So it's nice to be here with you, actually, for people to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did a podcast the other day. I actually put in some false information into the podcast that I did with Tay. You know what? I actually did you pick it up? 100% what Apparently was it? We're only we're only been married for 11 and a half years, coming up 12. So you eliminated a whole year of marriage. I think 10 and I, uh, I said that we got married when I was 21. No, but yeah, you said that we were going to be married. Uh, we were going to be, we're coming up to our 12th year engagement. Did I? So I got both. I got both wrong. I got when so I got married wrong. wrong. <laughs> but also to the dates. Oh, I apologize. I'm really sorry about that. So what's this podcast going to be about? Uh, well, we've asked people what it should be about and they have asked that we speak on relationships. Really? Yeah. Do you think that people want to hear about um what kind of like romantic friends, marriage? To be dating. honest, it was kind of like everything. It was marriage, it was dating. Someone asked if we could talk about breakups. Wow, well, really? Yeah, yeah. Cool. We should talk about that stuff. Um, should we talk about dating first? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about it? <laughs> I think that more Christians need to date. Yeah. You know, because too often, because, I don't know, in the church world, it's like, if you go on a date, all of a sudden you should be getting married to that person. Um, and I think there should be more of a feeling like you can go on a date, figure someone out, and decide that you don't want to go on another date with them, yeah. you know? It needs to be less of an issue. Yeah, less of an issue. Just a part of life, like we're just going out trying to get to know each other. Yeah. I think that the other, the other side of that, <clears throat> though, is that whilst you can go on a date and you kind of show an interest and all those kind of things, yeah, you can learn a lot about somebody without going on a date. This is true. You've you you have said that a lot, that you can learn a lot about someone in group environments. Big so, time. Yeah. Group environments, social environments. Yeah. You can learn heaps about somebody, especially when you have variations. Yeah. Different people, different challenges. You know, if you have in the same group of people doing the same thing. Yeah. You're gonna expect the same result from that person. That's true. By throwing some, board games, some new people. Some new houses, new spaces. A few debates. <laughs> I feel like debates say a lot about people. Kind yeah, of shows yeah. shows where they're at. Even if they don't debate. Yeah. That shows. Yeah. That shows yeah. a lot. Yeah, and you can't take a snapshot in one moment because they might be well dressed, well behaved. Yeah. Happy, comfortable. Then yeah. Catch up another time. Tired, irritable. But those are all good. That's all good information for you on your data collection. <laughs> mission trying to figure out if this is the right person for you yeah that's true what about then what once you've decided to go on a date yeah where should you go what should you do how much should you okay so this is actually a good discussion because i feel like the new generation i don't even know are we still a part of that generation like i feel like we're starting to get a bit older now like we can't class ourselves nadia the millennials yeah uh from 1980 okay to 1998. Okay. Oh, you were born gosh. In that time. So, okay. So you're a millennial. Yeah. So am I. 
could we put older millennials and younger millennials? There like, are, could we <laughs> categorize people, them? Yeah, like people that? born after ninety eight. Yeah. Are classed as um, Generation Z, uh-huh. which I think is like that's a bit of an average. It it's is, like the, yeah. It doesn't really. Well, what is Generation that? Generation Z. Where do you go after that? I think we call, we tend to call them young millennials, though. Okay, so I think that young millennials, there is so much pressure, social pressure, to live up to a certain standard when you do dates. Because I remember when you and I did dates, and we did kind of like a Instagram video about this. Yes. But I remember when we would do dates, it was like on the cheap. Like I remember one of our really nice dates was going fishing. <laughs> Um, catching a fish and then like making a fire, wrapping the fish in tin foil and cooking it on the fire. You know, like we were always looking for ways to do a really cool date cheap because we just had no money. Mm. Um, and also when we did get money, we were saving our money. Mm. And so, but I feel like these days, younger millennials, young millennials, um, have that social pressure like when we were yeah. dating we didn't have social media and so you didn't feel as though you had to go to all of these amazing cafes all the time or restaurants all the time you could just do whatever made you guys happy um, and I feel like that's just not the case these days and I, I reckon we need to bring it back like people yeah. need to take you back and I, you and I actually need to take responsibility for being a part of that systemic issue of creating those comparisons. This is true, yeah. Because rather than people going, oh, I want to do what you did, mm. they'll say, I want to do what you do. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. oh, you take Nadia to nice restaurants. Mm. Not all the time, but when we can afford it. Yeah. So I want to do that. That's showing love. Yeah. But the truth is, is that's showing love at this at this juncture. Yeah, yeah. But when we were late teens, early 20s. Yeah. $10 dates. Yeah. Cheap movie nights, yeah. reading cinemas, Courtney Place, Wellington. A couple of our our friends, their favorite place to have a date is at Whole Foods supermarket. Yeah. Because they serve eight dollar um, salads. Your favorite salad. Oh, <laughs> shout out. We could do a podcast just on the fact that you go there as often as you can to get that salad. Hundred percent. I would. I would gladly support that. In fact, they should, they should sponsor it. Um, <laughs> the Whole Foods. Um, but you know they are going there. $8 salad. That's yeah. a $16 date. Yeah. That's yeah. an additional $1.50 per person How if you want good. guacamole. Yeah. And $3 if you want a coconut water. Yeah. That there is a cheap date. That's amazing. And I, th- I think as well, I think um, for young millennials, it's super important for the guys to get a little more confident yeah. in just saying, actually, we don't have to do what yeah. is on social media. We don't have to do what's on Instagram. I've got some ideas. I've thought this through. We're going to get creative. He has to have thought it through, though. Yes, you but can't if, just, if he, yeah, yeah, if you he can't has, just do it on the fly. Yep, yeah, totally. If he has, then he needs to be confident. Yeah, got to be confident in what he's planned. And then I think the girls have to be open to something different because... Uh, let's be honest, it's not like you're going to Instagram your first date anyway. Yeah. But then I guess girls start to think, okay, after a few dates, maybe I'll take a little photo or something like that. And they want the right restaurant. They want the right environment. Yes. But I reckon for the first period of time, you've just got to be open to doing the exciting kind of different adventurous things um, that aren't the classic Instagrammable posts. I took you to a sumo wrestling Competition. Oh my gosh, I, I and, remember that. You really got me good I think that I time. I convinced you it was the ballet. You did. But that was cheap. 
I think that was $20. That was an international I don't know if they got you a win, but yeah, yeah. But it's nice. made, they made the podcast. <laughs> made a podcast. I but can't believe you took me to sumo wrestling. That's right. You know, I think for, for guys and girls, obviously, feel free to be creative and create your own date nights. I just think that the guys should drive that process yeah. and own those nights. Yeah, I reckon. Um, that's so cool. But I think that one of the things I would suggest to the guys is um, stand up like stand-up comedy nights yeah um oh cool yeah jazz bars yeah so free good. events yeah like we would have like an event finder free events that are happening in the city yeah oh hey this week such a good idea on that night there's this happening yeah but i don't really want to go and see that thing yeah but we'll just go because yeah uh, and and it was it would create memories okay so what about like um giving people a chance with dating because i feel like so many people as well uh just have this particular list you know that's like this is exactly what I want and I agree with that I think you've got to know what you want but I also think you've got to realize that what you want doesn't always look like what you want yeah at first you know like I remember um a couple who we know really close to us she was just like uh, I've, I really like him and I really like what he's about but I can't stand the way that he dresses mm. and I was like dude if you end up with him it's not going to matter because you're going to dress him anyway mm. and so it's just little things like that where you're like you actually don't need to worry about a whole lot mm. um, you actually have to just give people a chance um, and I don't know go outside of your comfort zone in terms of who you're usually open to maybe yeah like people are too close with the options there's so many great people out there it's like guys just like give it a go put your foot out there like you know yeah i think a girl should should say no to a date really if she if, the, if she feels danger if the guys are creep oh creeps are yeah i mean if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a creep like get that sorted yeah you don't want to be a creep you don't want to be a creeper um, but I don't think that she should feel compelled to do that I think tinder and all of these apps is probably a conversation for another day I think that you need to really look after yourself stay away from those those kind of those kind of environments however if you sort of know the guy yeah and there's a sort of he's already an existing friend or you know yeah. him through social club maybe yeah. through church old friend from school yeah I think you should give it a go give it a go especially friends friends are the best like i think half of the reason why you and i just have such an amazing marriage i think is partly because we were such good friends prior Mm. and it just sets up that foundation of friendship where you just are like looking out for each other Mm -hmm. you always want the best for each other and so it helps on the journey of you know like um sacrificing or being willing to shift things up a little bit or you know it just helps with that foundation well, f- friendships trust isn't it so true it's yeah. trust yeah. it's relationship it's it's uh, an understanding yeah so if your foundation is those things yeah then like coming back to your point that was uh, um, about what he wore yeah those cosmetic things cosmetic things are really yeah. not important no nah. i think you want to find someone that has a cause yeah you know that they're living for yeah something that sort of transcends day-to-day life yeah really think they should have a sense of humor i think that's hugely important yeah that they care about you yeah i think that you can't then just avoid the physical appearance no oh, you, you can't know, like oh it's all right man you know that you've got to be somewhat not good looking like attracted to them right attracted yeah. yeah i think that's that's massive and then i think you've got to you've got to find them interesting yeah that's really important too because yeah. if you are bored already and you haven't even started that's just like that's not a good sign 
you know like you've yeah. got to find them interesting you've got to be willing to go deeper with them because some people aren't themselves right at the start mm. you know you have to kind of work it a little bit but you've got to find someone interesting because eh? you're going to hopefully at some point do life with that person and like you want to be interested I think that you want that person to care about you yeah yeah you know, that they're selfless that they think about you I think, so okay you know especially think for the girl if the guy that you're interested in dating is not shown a selfless interest in looking after you. Yes, so true. He's not listening, empathetic. Yeah. yeah. Then I think that that guy's that's a strike for yeah. sure. That's just like just don't don't keep going. I think that's a conversation. You bring that up. Hey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Talk to the girlfriends. One thing I love about girls and the girlfriends. Yeah. There's a phrase for the boys, right? That's fine, but the girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Girlfriends are honest. Yeah, yeah, they are. You know, and the girlfriends will, um, they can keep you safe. Yeah. A girl's just thinking about dating this guy. The what? You're crazy. The funniest thing about girls, though, a lot of the time is that they talk to their girlfriends and don't listen. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> so we need to get better at that. For and interestingly sure. enough, boys always listen to the boys, but boys' advice is usually not really good. <laughs> you know, except for the boys, it's like, yeah, we're really so like loyal good. to the boys, but their advice is normally sucks. So then marriage, like, let's not talk about just, like, the classic stuff because, you know, we all kind of talk about the classic stuff and the classic stuff's important. But what do you do, you know, like, let's say for couples who are listening now, they're married, they're listening to us, you know, gloat about one another. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, these guys have just got it all together. Their marriage is always amazing. What, what about the moments where it gets tough? Like, what advice would you have and I'll try and think of some as well yeah for couples where I don't know it's dry it's stale um they don't know whether they can move forward like what do you do in those moments because we've had those moments Mm -hmm. everybody has those moments Mm -hmm. um and too often I think couples feel as though there are just these magical amazing marriages out there yeah um but what have we done in those moments where it's got tricky and I don't know it just isn't it's usual Mm. I try and take responsibility. That's what that's like for me. That's what I'll try and do. <laughs> okay, it's my problem. You know, whether it is or not, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't take responsibility and you don't take responsibility, then no yeah. one's taking responsibility. But it's my job in my Bible. I read that. You know, I, it's, it is my job to lead. Yeah. You know, the, the head of the household, the leader of the marriage. Yeah. Those things can be like authoritative statements and like I expect submission and these kind of things and they have negative connotations. Yeah, they, they really do, right? Whereas I read that as like, okay, I'm the captain of the team. Yeah. The captain of the team puts his best effort in. Yeah. Oh, and the thing is, the coming back to that like scripture, I feel like um, everybody forgets to say the second part. Mm of that which is the husband should lay down his life as Christ did for the church lay down his life it's like to be honest like what would you prefer to like let your man lead mm. um not let your man lead or to like have to die for you like yeah, I mean yeah, I yeah. feel like the the sacrifice is actually bigger on the male's part but nobody talks do, about that totally no and if, you, <laughs> if you do it right if you live right it is yeah it is a sacrifice yeah um uh, you know, I, I think about the great captains, sports captains. Yeah. None of them in the post-match press conference throw their team under the bus. Wow. Never. That's such a good thought. They always, like if they lose, yeah, it's on me. Wow. I missed a tackle. I missed an assignment. Yeah. It's my fault. I'll be better the next game. Mm. And um, and sports really trivial, you know. Yeah. Uh, but marriage isn't. 
but I want to be able to learn from those men and women that I watch and go okay cool I want to be and I want to be that leader in my marriage where I'm just taking responsibility yeah so if it's stale I'm stale wow if it's dry I'm dry yeah if we're not talking I need to start talking Mm. if I don't like if I don't feel like you're listening (laughs) I'll I'll make an effort to start listening yeah and as I change the culture of our marriage yeah then um, so that'll be my first thing recognize take responsibility yeah. then I try and change it personally yeah then the next thing will be we'll talk about it yeah what I try and avoid doing is bringing up a topic with you yeah that's fresh to me oh okay amazing like oh you were late today yeah or like um, you know it's, oh before was so funny every day <laughs> Nadi texts me <laughs> When I'm downstairs with the kids, and she's gonna have a coffee. I already know what Every this day. is. Yeah. Every day, and have a coffee. Uh, and, straight, and the only thing I'll ever respond to that is yes. Yeah. Or at maximum, I know, like, yeah, I minute. know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was upstairs before, and I was in it. I was in this room that we're recording this podcast in, and I was doing some writing. <laughs> and um, and I said, "Hey, can't we have a coffee?" And I was like, and I actually text, but this is mean." Being <laughs> asking upstairs, for asking a for a coffee. Yeah. And, uh, and then you said, um, "No, I'm just taking a minute." I've just cleaned up all this baby, uh, you know, baby poo. And, um, <laughs> Which I, I feel like is fair enough. Yeah, and so, like, that was totally fine, far out, cleaning up baby poo's the worst. It was moment. actually the worst. Yeah, honestly. It's the worst moment. The only reason you would say no is if it was. <laughs> and so let's say that annoyed me. Yeah. Which it obviously didn't. Yeah. Look at my face, you know. This is true. Um, but if it did, what I'll try and avoid doing is bringing that up straight away. Yeah, Takes that's you back. such a yeah. Excuse that's me. actually really Can good. Can I please advice. have a coffee? I make you one every day. Now yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. As opposed to that, just waiting. Yeah, you gotta let you give gotta give space. Doubt, yeah. Give your feelings, you know, yeah. subside. Yeah. And then if it happens again, yeah. Then I'll try and make an effort to that's make you more such coffees. Such good advice. Yeah. Then if it happens like a third time. Yeah. Oh hey, have you noticed that I make you coffee every day? Yeah. How good is that? People <laughs> like, oh, it's amazing. Amazing. I can't remember the last time you made me one. Yeah. Would it be possible for that to be a, a reciprocal thing? Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to. That's great advice. Get over it, change personally. Yeah. Address it, and um, if we do have a great marriage, which I believe that we do. Yeah. Good days and bad days, but overall. Yeah. Up Twelve years, amazing. Yeah, very, up very lucky, yeah. Um, lucky, yeah, sure. Not sure I'd use that word. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed. Grateful blessed my point is though is that I'm saying that if it's good it's because we put work into it yeah you know you look at these like um, like actors like yeah. um, Hugh Jackman who played like Logan yeah all the guys in the Avengers and that like Chris Hemsworth like ripped <laughs> guys work hard man they know how to work hard you know they have yeah. nutritionists sure they have like yeah. the best people the, the best workout regimes um, and like steroids aside they're in the gym yeah. Work, 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 and then and then we see them and go, oh, I want that. Yeah. Not willing to put in the work. Marriage is the same thing. Yeah. We put work into it. Yeah. To get it to a point where we're we're proud of it, you know. Yeah, I and I feel like um what you were saying at the start where it's taking responsibility. I think the the you get stronger the more you're both willing to take responsibility. Yeah. You know, like I think it would be for people who are listening. It would be amazing, you know, if you're in the middle of a tough situation with your marriage, if you're if you're the first person who's willing to take responsibility, amazing, and then pray for the other to take responsibility too. Mm. And the more that 
that starts to even out Mm -hmm. and the more that you're willing to do it it's like something really strong starts to take place because something might happen and you're both instead of both sitting there just like you know struggling with the whole thought and getting deeper into kind of just anger instead you're both sitting and considering how you can take responsibility Mm. and that always leads to a more positive outcome Mm. I feel like as well I feel like communication has got to be key communication's huge I mean we have gotten better and better and better at communicating you know I think I think for me I've learned to figure myself out figure out the things that work for me figure out my triggers figure out um, in those moments what do I need to do to have a more positive response Mm. and I remember a few years back even writing down um, what I did when I did have a more positive response Mm -hmm. So that it could be something that I'd start to focus on and remember to do any time that happened. Mm. Um, and so I think, uh, yeah, I think that's key too, is just figuring yourself out, figuring out how you respond to situations. Yeah, being able to be spoken to yeah. about something too, like called out and stuff. Yeah. Like the other day I was irritable or something. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, hey, so you know, we came to chat, you know? Yeah. Oh, what's up? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. What's wrong? What, what do you mean? Oh, I just, you've been short with the kids. Yeah. You've been this, you've been that, you've been the other thing. And then, you know, what have I got to lose mm-hmm. by accepting that? So true. Yeah. I could get Especially better. from the person who knows you best. Right. My yeah. best friend. Yeah. That sees me every day. Yeah. Knows me, you know, better than I sees know Sees a change in you. You've got to accept that. Yeah. Okay. You're a bit off. Yeah. The losers, I push back. Yeah. So now I've created an environment where what we did have was transparency in the communication culture mm. together. Yeah. Now we don't because yeah. I've shut you down. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, this guy can get stuffed. Yeah. And I'm like, she can get stuffed. <laughs> so now we're both just stuffed. Yes. Or, really? Give me some examples. Yeah. Help me see what And that's actually see. so important for, for women to remember as well is that men actually like examples. Because oh, yeah. we just go based of like our feeling. This is how I've been feeling lately. Women, if you're listening to this, you must yeah bring. It, we're gonna have examples. You should be. You should bring multiple examples. Because we feel as though you should, yeah, we feel as though you should understand because we felt it, so you should have felt it. Mm. Whereas it's it's just not apples with apples. Like we're gonna feel it, but you need to know the examples. And and so I've learned as well to not just say this is how I'm feeling although that's still important um, uh, but also to have examples yeah. of, of those moments and when I've had examples you've always been really like oh okay that's actually really helpful so well, I think for the ladies you're yeah. with examples yeah like <laughs> you've got your checkmate yeah yeah but I think women don't necessarily lean towards that we, we tend to lean towards you should understand how I'm feeling without realizing that your husband's not a woman and so um you know if you come to me and say here's an issue that i have with you and then i come back and say oh you're saying that because you're spiteful yeah then now it's got an argument yeah but if i can say okay well help me see that blind spot yeah or i might even say oh look now's not the right time yeah can we talk about this later yeah well you know you've got to be okay with that yeah yeah okay no worries yeah. Unless it's urgent. Yeah, totally. But like I'm about to go to work, we're at the door and you want yeah. to talk about something. Yes. Now's not the right time. <laughs> right, let's yeah. talk later. Yeah. Or when we do talk, let's talk. Yeah. And if I've got to come back, that's probably 
out of that like mm. hurt or offense and just like that frustration. Yeah. They could probably wait. Yeah. Then sometimes a few days later I might bring it up when the mood's good. Yeah. Hey, you remember when we talked? Yeah. About that issue? Yeah. Hey, really thankful. Yeah. How can we see my blind spot? Mm. But I must say, do you think that might be something that you're also working through? Yeah. That you're filtering that exact same thing through your lens, projecting it on me. Mm. What are your thoughts? Mm. Oh, I actually know you say that. Yeah. And now we're both actually journeying. Yeah, journeying the communication together eh, is so key. Um, Okay, so what about just some key things like that keep a marriage strong? So for example, I'm just thinking about things that we have tried to start doing better Mm -hmm. that have really helped us. So I'm just going to rattle a few off. Um, Making sure that you have a regular date night. Yes. Like that's really important. Weekly. Yeah, getting some time together. Like weekly. Yeah, weekly. When you say regular date night, people are like, oh, cool. Yeah, every few months. Once a month, right? Weekly date night. Yeah. And I reckon once a month, date, date. Yes, oh my gosh, a date day is amazing. Um, Something that we've been working on lately is like saying um, uh, goodbye in the morning, like if you're going to work and then when you come home or if I go out and then come home, making sure that the goodbye and the welcome home is really pleasant. Yeah. Like I think too many couples don't do that. Um, And women don't recognize actually how much that means to men. Um, like I didn't realize for a long time until we had that chat about it and you're like I actually it really means something to me when I arrive home and you're real stoked about it yeah and I was like oh man I hadn't even thought that through um, and so then when I started to you know just like be stoked about the fact that you're home because I am um, I could recognize that joy that it gave you and the same as when you leave in the morning and it's just, it's just going, the, the highlight yeah. of my days coming home yeah. But I think that's the same for a so lot of, a lot men. of men. And, yeah. and that's not to say that I don't like my job. Yeah. I love my job. I look forward to it every day. Yeah. And like a lot of men do. Yeah. And and also with the with the gender roles, that's the same vice versa. Yes. Or if both are working. Yeah. So to talk about our scenario, yeah. I leave for let's say it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday or, or a Thursday. Yeah. I leave. Let's say it was a Thursday actually. Yeah. Then I come home. Yeah. You've been home. Yeah. On that Thursday. So I'm keen to tell you about my day totally. for you to show an interest. Totally. But the same goes the other way. Yeah. And like for the mums out there, I think it's really important that you share with your husband the ups and downs of your day. Yes. Not just the blandness that you might feel about being a mum of multiple kids or even just one child. Yeah. Or we doing, oh, just mumming, just kids. Yeah. And how was it? It's yeah. like, oh, look, well, okay, 15 nappies. Three meals, <laughs> X, Y, Z, and I was able to sneak in a cheeky nap. Yeah. But well, you know what? This one thing did happen. Yeah. Or we had these word breakthroughs. Or she yeah. walked. Or yeah. I had this dream that maybe one day. Yeah. Or it might just be all bad. Yeah. But I think that that time when you get home, husband, you know, if we're talking about gender roles, just really quickly in terms of he's at, he's at work, like for us on a Thursday, put your phone down. Yeah. Put it on silent. Yeah. Turn your notifications off. So important. Don't let anyone interrupt that lock screen and that moment that you have. Yeah, cool. Four till six PM for the mum is crucial. Wild. Wild. A wild yeah. probably the craziest part of the day for a mum. Yeah. Kids get home from school. It's great advice. Dinner, <laughs> then the husband gets home. So when yeah. you get home, husband, realise that if she isn't recognising how your day was, yeah. You know, and being joyful and interested and empathetic. Lock in, what can I do? Honey, can I jump in the kitchen? What do you yeah. need? Put the kids there, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Crazy when the man gets home. Usually they're pretty crazy 30 minutes. Yeah. But in that. Yeah. 
And I think that's why it's so important to make that time uh, a time that you don't just forget about and let it become whatever mm. because it is so busy and it is so crazy. You've both kind of just had this huge day and you can arrive home and it's just like the manic crazy time of just like whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's okay a bunch of the time because that's just life, that's reality. But I also think you've got to take that back and be like, hang on a minute, this is our first introduction back to each other for the day. Yes. Let's take it back and make it something that's awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, so we have talked about marriage, talked about a bunch of things that just like help make marriage awesome. Yeah, we haven't we talked about sex though. Oh, we haven't talked about sex. That's a huge component. It is a huge component. That makes it Yeah. amazing. Yeah. What Communica- are your, I mean, communication. What are your thoughts about sex? And sex, yeah, far out. Did you just try and change the subject back to communication? No, I was going to say communication. Do you find it a form of communication? Like, yes, I do. But uh, communication and sex are two very important things in a marriage. Yeah. Um, How often sex? should people be having sex? Oh gosh, I mean. No I, one talks about that. <laughs> no one talks about it. <laughs> no one does. That's I think. Like a... I think you should. Um, no one talks about it because as a woman, you don't want to be that person who gets up and is like, you should have oh, sex yeah. as often as you can. Yeah, okay. Because some some women really struggle in that area or some men struggle in that area. Yeah, totally. So I think that sex should be regular. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think it should be vibrant. I think you should... It should be two-way. Well, obviously, you sort of need, you need two people, but... What I mean is, is that there should be mutual <laughs> yeah. enjoyment. Totally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If it's just like, oh, let's have sex because I know the guy wants it, but I don't get much out of it as a woman. Yeah. That's not really the design. Yeah. Of the whole process. Yeah. It needs to be something that's mutually enjoyable, that you're talking about. Yeah. That you're stri- striving to make better. Yeah. Because if you're not, it's just like that thing. Yeah. Totally. Oh, just yeah, yeah. There's just sex and stuff and. Yeah. Well, it's 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 funny. The irony is that we live in a sexualized culture where sex is everywhere. It is, yeah. Um, TV, movies, internet, advertising. Mm. But then in the marriage. Yeah. Which is where God wants it. Yeah. To be. Yeah. Only. Where it's supposed to be its best. Yeah. Right. So we don't talk about it. Yeah. But whenever you and I have talked about it, with the goal of improving it, talking about challenges, problems, or why do we do it? We, you know. Yeah, talking it through. Talking it through always improves it. Yeah, it's so good. And it helps you to understand each other too. Yes. Like I think that's really important when it comes to sex and marriages. It's like you want to learn about one another. You want to understand one another. And that's really important, like discussing things. Um, And then as well, like coming back to, it's coming back to communication again. But it's such a big part of sex is that you have to communicate. You've got to talk about um, the things that you like, the things that you don't like, yeah, you know, right. like you actually do. It's all a part of romance, say. Eh? I think totally. too many, as well, like too many women, at least I found myself in this position before, being like, oh, he's just romancing me so that we have sex. Yeah, and, he, and he and is. And a lot of it, yeah, exactly. You know, not all the time, but definitely that's a part of it. And so for the guy, you need to change. Yes. Because romance got to be more than just yeah. a means to an end. Yeah for you yeah um uh so so definitely both yeah yeah. she's right in assuming that yes well she can be right 
Yeah, but you've got to be okay with that. Like, you've got to be okay with the differences between a man and a woman. Yes. And that's what communication helps with, is when you're able to discuss it, you're able to talk, and you're able to understand and not judge one another for the way that each other works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Agree with that. And the more that you start to understand each other, it's just, it just gets easier, and sex is better. Um, And so, to be honest, I think we could almost do a whole podcast on sex we could probably do a whole podcast on marriage as well then we should it's pretty fairly obvious which has been our um favorite part of this podcast so far we're so far away from the dating and it's been some you know time. it has been some time marriage is a is a big part and we've also never broken up with one another no we've never but, but let's, I've, had, I've had some breakups yeah let's talk about breakups before before meeting you yeah or i i'm trying to think of the breakups that i had i remember a couple but I've been a part of a lot of you never really let me have discussions boyfriends, so no, which means that when you did, you <laughs> broke up with them. So yes, you have to break up. But we've been, we've talked to a lot of people through the years about breakups. That's true. Breakups, the word break, is negative. Yeah. There's not often something that breaks that's positive. Yeah. But breakups can be positive. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Something's just not meant to happen. You're not meant to be it's together. Not me- yeah. By not meant, I don't mean some divine or some like. It's sort of like a destiny. Yeah. More like compatibility. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Timing. Yeah. She's not in the right space. He's been through some stuff. Yeah. It's just not going to work. Yeah. But how do you... I actually... I saw on Carissa Prescott's... um, She was doing like a story and she got the question, how do you move on from a breakup um, when your whole life was pictured on being with them. Mm-hmm. And she said something really simple that I actually thought was really, really good. She said, you have to start picturing and imagining your life without them. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a really good step, is just picturing and imagining your life without that person mm-hmm. so that you're not always being drawn back to the water for this could have been or it used to be like that. Like, for a girl, it's it's so hard, and we're so. It's funny because we say that guys are really pictorial, like they're very pictorial people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But actually, women like are more pictorial than anything. They can sit there, not know a guy. He can look over and give her a smile, and within moments, she could have pictured her entire life getting pregnant, having a baby, um, you know, being married to this man, growing yes. old together. Like yeah, yeah, women, yeah. Are, their minds are insane, yes. you know. And so I think that it's really important that women have to take back the picture, like in a breakup, you got to take that, back the picture. That's amazing. Yeah, and you've got to start to reform the picture to not involve that person and you have to actually do it you've got to be committed to it you can't just kind of sometimes do it sometimes not because you start to just like enjoy that feeling of looking at what it could have been without realizing that it's just totally diminishing you on the inside Mm. you know it's like a really negative kind of uh, cycle yes and so i i just thought that was really brilliant a really great piece of advice there's a drake song Called yeah. in my feelings, yeah, and that's a phrase that people use. Mm. He's great at using popular culture phrases mm-hmm. or creating them. Yeah, and in my feelings is the one that's either he's either used or created. And people will say like, "Oh man, I'm just in my feelings. It got me in the feels. Yeah, feels, feels, feels." And um, I think that we, when you break up, you need to be allowed to live in your feelings. Yeah, totally. To get the feels to be down. Yeah, I think that that's okay. I think that's a part of 
processing coming out of it because yeah. there's there's a breakup there's to a degree there's a death there's a trauma that's taking place yeah I pictured one thing I got another thing I'm yeah. now upset I'm yeah. disappointed oh you need to move on yeah oh yeah you do need to move on yeah but you can just you can smash out that tub of ice cream totally you can watch that chick flick <laughs> talk to your girlfriends yeah, yeah. they need accountability that, that doesn't last yeah for sure a week or three yeah or 17 yeah but that is just like, you know what, there's just a few days there and a couple of weeks that are a little bit more overcast than usual yeah. in your heart. Yeah. Then you have to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Get good advice to significant people in your world. Yeah. Hearing the right information, whether that be through um, podcast information, whatever that might be, just being inspired to then move on. Yeah. And that's part, changing your picture is a big part of that. And I think the thing about um, a breakup and ending up single again is it's this really unique season where you can actually focus, which, you know, some people like, oh, that's a negative thing, but you can focus solely on yourself mm-hmm. and you can start becoming your best you, figuring out your dreams, um, learning a whole bunch, you know, like reading some books, like actually investing in yourself. Um, because I feel like and some people go the opposite direction. They just start to get really sad and, you know, start thinking about all the bad parts about them and just kind of start taking steps backwards. But actually it's a unique time where you can just invest in yourself and start saying, you know what, actually you're amazing. Like you can move forward. You are going to end up with someone really great. Yes. Um, and when you do, you're going to be an even more, I don't know, put together learned stronger person than you are now yeah so it's like people actually need to start to just i i agree i think you have to mourn for sure like you've Mm -hmm. got to have a time where it's just like oh my gosh life sucks and that's okay give me some ice cream Mm -hmm. but then i also think that you have to at some point kind of you know wipe away your tears pick yourself up and just start to go you know what um whatever your name might be bob bob you are actually worth putting an effort into yes. so start to put an effort in you know love that I think that's brilliant yeah breakups eh? they get people bad yeah I love your thoughts there yeah I also think that um, you got to realise it's such a cliche statement saying that there are plenty of fish in the sea plenty of fish but man in the there sea. are good people in the world eh there are a lot of great people are you saying people. there are plenty of fish in the sea yeah I am I'm yeah, saying there, actually, there actually wrong. are you're like, wrong there's millions yeah and look I'll you know be there's billions. There are billions. And I'll be controversial in saying because... Oh, 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 easy. I know. It's like, I actually thought this podcast was going to be more controversial. We're really? just going to... Oh, we're know, just starting... We're just starting, you know, like starting slow. Um, but I think that too many people are like, soulmate this, soulmate that, soulmate this, soulmate, ah, soulmate that. Cool. Okay. And I'm like, no, like, actually, if you can find someone who you're compatible with uh-huh. and you're willing, like we said earlier you're willing to be selfless with that person. Really, relationships should be able to work if you're attracted to them, if you're on the same page, um, if you're heading in the same direction, if you um, really admire them, you want to spend time with them, then it should be able to work. You know, like you just have to be willing to put in the work. Uh Um, And I agree. I I know that sometimes it doesn't vibe and that's when you just say, nah, that's not that's not the right relationship Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day there are a lot of fish in the sea um there are a lot of great people 
And just because this one person has broken up with you does not mean that your whole life has fallen apart and that one guy who was supposed to be the one has gone off. Like there are actually amazing people that they're still yet to meet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So any final thoughts on this relationship podcast? Levi Mary Church. I would like to say that I felt like you just owned that last part. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I, was I really, do you know what? I was really, really loving the marriage part. I think that we need to do a whole podcast on marriage. Mm-hmm. My final thoughts are this. As our first podcast um, that we've put out on the uh, World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Live chats. You and I, live yeah, chats. With Levi and Nadia. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And um, we're excited about the next few that we're going to be doing because we're going to be interviewing some really great people. Uh-huh. Um, Maybe they can interview us. They could interview so, us. You know, I hadn't finished my statement. Oh, hadn't you? No. Okay, you keep going. It was, it was a pregnant pause, you know? Yeah, pregnant pauses can sometimes be a bit interesting on a podcast, though. Oh, absolutely. It's different. People think it's a glitch. Yeah, yeah. But I would just like to say thanks for listening and that you've taken the time to um, hear what we have to say about life. It means a lot to us. I would love to hear your thoughts about what you want to talk about, um, any critiques that you might have, things that you disagreed with. We really, really are open to that. And that you've taken the time out of your day. You might be driving, walking in the gym, sitting at home, or, or actually just taking time out to sit down and listen to this podcast. Honestly, to invite us into your world. I know I speak on behalf of Nadia as well. It just means a lot to us that you would do that. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we're very excited about the next ones that we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about some mental health um, stuff, oh, um, mental wow. health and Christianity, yeah, um, okay. medication and all of that vibe. Going to be interviewing someone on that, which is going to be cool. Going to be talking about um, empowering and controlling leadership, which is going to be great. Yeah. Um, talking to one of our really great friends who has written a book on it. And so um, we are pumped about the next few uh, chats that we're going to be doing. So thanks so much for tuning in. Pray that you have a blessed day. And um, for all of those who were wondering what happened to Jovi in that moment, in case you missed it, she is being looked after. Uh, Sam Smith is with her. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Friends. Is an amazing. He's a great. Holy Spirit is a great babysitter. Amazing babysitter. Wouldn't recommend it. That is very good. Hey, <laughs> it's very he's good. A, he's, he's thinking, ah, I'll do a good job. <laughs>